Company culture is a term that you hear a lot, but the definition can feel a little hard to pin down. A report by HubSpot defined company culture as the promise of a business to its employees and candidates about what it's really like to work with them. Company culture can have a huge impact on how others perceive an entire company, not just what they do. It's also been linked to employee satisfaction and productivity. Company culture is not static. It changes over time and adapts to the evolving needs of a business. But in order to change, businesses should be able to articulate what its company culture is and isn't. Understanding the differences from one company culture to another is a great way to determine if you're the type of employee who will thrive or fail in that company's infrastructure. Professors Robert E. Quinn and Kim Cameron completed the foundational research on company culture types in the 1980s, and they, come up, they came up with several different types. The first type is adhocracy culture. This environment places creativity and innovation on a pedestal. Employees who thrive in this kind of culture are ones willing to take risks and be industry disruptors. These companies are boundary pushers, always coming up with new and exciting ideas. Here, employees are encouraged to speak up and try new things. However, this company culture might not be the best fit for someone who prizes stability or is intimidated by the idea of jumping in feet first. A second type of company culture they came up with is clan culture. In this kind of workplace, a company's success is tied to camaraderie, collaboration, and a sense of community. Employees who thrive in this environment are ones who are good at working with others and communicating effectively. You might hear employees here, right, at these types of companies often say that their core workers are like family. Okay, this is by design. Leadership at a clan culture company, right, might be looked more like uh, as, as mentors, supervisors. The downside to all of this acceptance is that this culture can be challenging when employees get along too well, right, increasing chatter, uh, hampering productivity. Companies that have adopted a third type of culture, hierarchical culture, prize order, structure, and process. Leaders here are focused on making sure that everything is delivered on time and is of high quality. They are facilitators of productivity. You'll thrive in this environment if you like clear communication, well-defined processes, and having a strong understanding of expectations. The downside, however, is that prizing productivity over growth can stifle innovation. Now, the fourth type of culture they came up with is market culture, which thrives on the bottom line. Here, employers have high expectations and drive results. Employees are focus-driven and ambitious, too. Those who would thrive in this environment are those who are comfortable with clear lines of authority and who follow rules and procedures. For those who don't thrive in a fast-paced, nose-to-the-grindstone environment, though, this kind of culture can seem maybe toxic, lead to burnout, and uh, other common complaints. It's not for everyone, but neither are all of the other culture types on the list. One person's aggressive is another person's right at home. Just as healthy balance to one PhD might be boring and static to another. Each of these company cultures has its own strengths and challenges. They are environments that are a product of the company's goals and values. By understanding the different types of company culture, you're on the right track to targeting employers that will make you feel valued and motivated to grow. This takes us to the end of today's transition report. Remember your value as a PhD, start thinking and acting like a successful industry professional.